In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Over the last few days, we have been looking at the first family. And when I say the first family, I mean literally the first family, Adam and Eve and their children. And of course, in Cain, their first son, we see an ending, the tragic end that sin always brings you to. But in Seth, we see a new beginning, the God of fresh starts and a second chance. Praise the Lord for that. And it's a reminder to all of us to start at home. Start today. Start where you are, guiding your family to God, guarding your own heart and your family, and giving yourself to prayer. Now, the text we've been studying is at the end of Genesis chapter number 4, and before we move beyond this section of Scripture, I must draw your attention to Genesis 5. I don't want to be morbid. I really don't. This is not a depressing episode. But today, we're going to take a walk, literally a walk through the family cemetery. Because in Genesis chapter number 5, we have Adam's family record, if you will, this great genealogical line and the ending of each one of their lives. For example, we read this in Genesis chapter 5 and verse 3, And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters, and all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. There's the, there's the key phrase. Yes, he lived. Yes, he had children. But then the Bible ends this way, and he died. In verse number 8, you come to Seth's life. All the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Verse 11, all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. Verse 14, all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. Verse 17, all the days of Mahalalel were 890 and 5 years, and he died. Verse 20, and all the days of Jared were 960 and 2 years, and he died. Verse 27, and all the days of Methuselah were 960 and 9 years, and he died. Verse 31, and all the days of Lamech were 770 and 7 years, and he died. You get the picture? Everybody dies. The writer of Hebrews says it is appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment. So when you walk through Genesis chapter 5, you're walking through the family cemetery. I have found that for me, uh, walking through a cemetery is not just a sobering thing, uh, but it is a, a thing that causes me to reflect on my own life. It brings you back to center. It brings you back to reality. This world is not forever. and There is a world to come. We leave something behind. It was Mr. Spurgeon that said, the way to make the most of your life is to meditate on your death. Uh, before my dad started preaching long ago, he served and worked in the cemetery business. And I remember even as children, we'd be on vacation, and someone would say, that's a nice cemetery. Uh, sounded like the Adams family on vacation or something. But the reality was it was just part of dad's work, and so uh, we paid attention to it. 
And to this day, I still love to walk through old cemeteries especially and read epitaphs because they're a reminder to all of us that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. As someone said, there was a man by the name of Solomon Pease in Wetumpka, Alabama, who died. And on his grave marker, they put this epitaph. Beneath these clods and beneath these trees lies the body of Solomon Pease. This is not Pease. It is only his pod. Pease has shelled out and gone home to God. I like that, don't you? The reality is someday we all are going to shell out and go home to God. So as you walk through Genesis 5, in the context of family life, you walk through this family cemetery, what do you learn? Well, the first thing I learned from it is that we all live an appointed time. Life is measured by years from our perspective, but God really measures it by days. Did you notice that all through Genesis 5, it doesn't say the years that Adam lived. It says the days he lived, the days Seth lived, the days Enos lived. You see, in the end, life is not measured by years, by your birthday. It is measured rather by days and what you do with every one of those days. And may I just remind us all that every day matters. Every day is important. The second thing I learned walking through the family cemetery is not only that we all live in appointed time, but we all die. And he died. You may live many days as these men did, but one day will be your last day. The third thing I learned in this family cemetery is that we all leave something behind. Now, in a sense, we leave everything behind, materially speaking, but I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about things that outlive you, things that truly matter, things that money cannot buy and death cannot take away. For example, we all leave behind a heritage either a generation that knows God or a generation that does not know God. We all leave behind a testimony, a personal testimony. I think the greatest testimony in the whole passage is the testimony of Enoch. By the way, he is the one man in Genesis 5 that it does not say he died. It says of him, And all the days of Enoch were 360 and five years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. That's the way to go, friend. That's what I'm wanting. Uh, Not death, but the rapture, God just to take me. But what a testimony. Enoch walked with God. Think of this. His son Methuselah outlived him, lived much longer than him. Uh, But the great thing about life is not how long you live. It's what you do with the time that you have. Uh, My pastor used to say that the decisions you make are more important than the days you live. And I think the contrast between Enoch and Methuselah's record is is a perfect example of that. We all live in appointed time, we all die, and we all leave something behind. And then a fourth truth I learned walking through this family cemetery is that we all have something to look forward to. You see, death does not end at all. For a lost person, death ends every good thing. But for those who walk with God and follow the Lord, death is not the end, it's the beginning. It's not a a wall, it's a door. It's a bridge to the next life and all God has for us. In fact, Methuselah's name means his death shall bring. We know, of course, by looking at the record that his death brought judgment. He was living on the brink of the worldwide flood, and we know that judgment is coming on the wicked. Uh, But the reverse of that is also true. If lost men have judgment to look forward to, saved men have deliverance to look forward to. Deliverance is coming To the righteous, oh, my friend, let death affect your life today. Let the thought of the last day you're going to live affect what you do today. Several years ago, I was preaching in North Georgia, and one afternoon I took a run, 
and uh, on a little jog through a, a small town, and I came to a, an old cemetery. It was a Confederate cemetery, and I decided to take a little detour through it. You know, you run a little faster when you run through cemeteries, and so here I am taking my, taking my loop through this huge Confederate cemetery, looking at all of the grave markers, and as I came back near the entrance on my way out, I noticed the largest monument I had seen. Immediately I thought, oh, that must be a, a great general, a famous person. And indeed, it was an important person. It was a wife and mother. As I stood over that grave marker, that huge memorial, I read her name, her birthday, her death day, and the little dash between that represents a whole life. And then I read perhaps one of the greatest epitaphs I've ever seen. Her children had this placed on her marker. She lived and died as a Christian. What an epitaph. Wouldn't it be great if your children and grandchildren could say you lived and died as a Christian? Oh, everybody wants to die as a Christian. Everybody just doesn't want to live as a Christian. Would you take a walk through the family cemetery today in Genesis 5, and would you ponder the day you're going to leave this world and meet God and ask yourself, what do you have to look forward to and what are you leaving behind for those you love? We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.